Now it's time for another Dating Tips with Davey and his Davey Dating Den. If you notice that you spend most of your dates texting a particular friend about your date and not really engaging with your date, maybe you should stop dating lots of people and ask that particular friend on a date. Happy Thanksgiving! Good morning! It's October. Welcome to episode 189 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs sometimes a lot. I'm Kate Bradley. It's just the two of us in the studio this morning, and it is very much the actual morning. Oh, super morning. Oh, kill me. Not past 12. Yeah, Paul. Paul. Oh, God. Here we go. Tom has now asked me three times to kill him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if she does it. We'll see if I ask it again. Oh. It's Halloween, right? It's the spooky month. Which which justifies murder? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, Jacques Wutsu's covered with like dark bats and stuff. Then I can kill my close friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if it's time to get discount Halloween candy, it's too late for murder. You have to kill people while the candy's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I like that criteria. <laughs> yeah. Murder can only happen when things are not on sale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many things are on sale so many times, though. Well, yeah. Like those fucking jewelry stores. Are they ever not on sale? No. It's and always on sale. that's why nobody commits murder. Oh, thank, thank you, jewelry stores, for keeping our societies uh, healthy and alive. <laughs> not murdered. Not murdered. <laughs> There's this one uh, rug store in uh, the DeCary Square Mall Yeah, that's always like liquidating. They're always going out of business since like the 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've been to that mall? It's the one with uh, the dollar cinema? No. Oh, man. So it's not a dollar anymore. Spoilers. Okay. They've, they've had to adjust. I got excited years. inside. Um, I didn't share it vocally. Yeah. It's yeah. still cheap. It's like $2, maybe $3. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But they, um, and they show like movies that just came out on DVD and it's really obvious they're just projecting them from like a DVD <laughs> player. Uh, I like that though. Yeah. It's it's great. And I mean, I think it's legal. Probably. Yeah. Well, ambiguously legal. Ambiguously legal. Welcome to the Ambiguously Legal Podcast, where we talk about things that may or may not be legal. It's all in the gray. Today on the agenda, marijuana. (laughs) Kate, you like to smoke the weed. I like to smoke the weed, uh, but Kate's got to stop smoking before bed. God damn it. I wake up so groggy, so depressed. Yeah? Um, I gotta fucking stop that shit. The handful of times that I've smoked before bed, I slept really, really well and woke up feeling great in the morning. I think it's very personal. Okay. Um, and I, I, I feel like it's not a direct correlation. Like sometimes I can smoke before before bed and then I'm fine in the morning. Right. But other times it's just like feeding into the, the blackness. Embracing the hole. <laughs> you know, I, I meant like a black hole, you know? Like yeah, a, like no. An antimatter yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, shit. If you're embracing a black hole, you're still in some doo doo. <laughs> this is what you guys can expect today, right? The whole episode. <laughs> this is the brain level you stepped into. This is what happens when I haven't had my coffee yet, and it's morning. <laughs> yeah, and I've just had I've had two bananas, 
and a peanut butter sandwich. So all at the same time because that no, sounds like a good meal. There was a banana before volunteering <laughs> because otherwise I just I can't mm-hmm. function, and then a banana in the metro with mm. after a peanut butter sandwich. Okay, yeah, and then I I enclosed the the banana peel in the ziploc in which the the sandwich was. Smart. It's now in my bag, but I am worried I will forget it. <laughs> that's that's smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, guys, you know what else is smart? Giving us money. Oh my God, your fucking segues just, they make me believe in, in a world where happiness happens. Well, that's that's good because they make me believe in a world where I might get paid for things. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of our show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at Up for Discussion to you. Well, not all of you. Some of you don't live in Canada and are probably confused about why we celebrate Thanksgiving in October instead of November. If we can be totally honest, we're not really sure. Some of us celebrate both because we have Americans in our family. Frankly, I think celebrating both is the best way to do things, because then you get three months in a row of tasty turkey dinners and potentially awkward family get-togethers. Anyway, uh, give us money so we can buy more turkeys. Yeah, that feels like a good transition. Cluck, cluck. Cluck, cluck. Gobble, gobble. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month, that's at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine turkeys like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Candace Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, (laughs) 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 Oh, now you have to Photoshop their faces on turkey bodies. (laughs) I can't. I don't know what half of them look like. (laughs) Uh, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, and Will. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Carlea, who asks, Who isn't invited to your birthday party? Carlea. (laughs) Aw, dude! Dude! (laughs) I just, I know, like, Carlea lives in California. I feel like it'd be hard to, like... Yeah, I suppose, you know? but there's always the invite. Like, uh, my best friend's sister invited me to her wedding mm-hmm. um, in, where are they going? Mexico, I believe. Right. Uh, fully knowing that there's no way in hell I can f- afford it, mm. you know? So, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just the the sentimental invite. If you guys want to send Kate to a wedding in Mexico, go to patreon.com slash up for discussion <laughs> and donate, like, probably, like, 600 bucks. I feel like it's not that expensive to fly to Mexico. But then you have to stay there, and then... And then, right. Yeah. Make it a thousand. Yeah. Make it a tight thousand. But I feel it, like you could do that for a thousand. Probably. But I don't want to encourage that because the, the money we got, Paul and I got for the wedding, mm-hmm. almost destroyed me. Okay. The, because I make so little money and uh, like just feeling like I don't deserve that. And like, but this could have gone to other things. So don't do that. But support the show. Yeah. You can still give us a thousand dollars. Still give the show a thousand dollars. Yeah. It'll send someone to PodCon. Yeah. yeah. When is that again? Uh, January. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 19th and 20th, I think. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. So my first uh, person that I do not want to invite to my birthday party mm-hmm. is uh, Sid from Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a son of a bitch. Uh, he clearly has no guidance, yeah. no no moral compass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if, I, if he came to the party, he would be destructive. Yeah. I'd have to watch them the whole time. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd like make jokes at my other guests expense, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Possibly prank people. Mm-hmm. I don't want that shit at my party. No. Yeah. I can't blame you. Yeah. Uh, on a similar vein, I think I wouldn't want like Mr. Potato Head at my birthday party. 
Oh, okay. Why not? I feel like that guy's too liberal about just whipping out his body parts and sticking them in his other body parts. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You could be like talking to someone and all of a sudden you have like a foot in your hand. Yeah. And And that's that's the the... kind of prank he pulls too. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, hold out your hand for a second. (laughs) And then you hear a pop. Yeah. (laughs) So do you think the the representation of Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story Mm -hmm. was accurate like if you look at the toy do you think that's how he would talk how he would behave oh yeah oh Mm. yeah Mm. i do you do i do i think that because i think the toy came out after the movie i'm sorry i'm gonna have to kill you now am i wrong you're very wrong mr potato head is like og toys really oh yeah okay i was born after toy story oh my god is that true that might not be true (laughs) That's not true. <laughs> nah, Mr. Potato Head's been around for a very, very long time. Mrs. Potato, Mata- Mrs. Potato, <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head came out afterwards, but I'm not sure when. Oh, um, and I'm then not... there were there were children and stuff. Okay. Yeah, let's get a date on the Mr. Potato Head release. Okay, so I was two when when Toy Story came out, so I was not born after Toy Story. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know who was though? Who? Johan. Well, duh. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I feel like Johan doesn't actually age. He's just constantly reborn. Eternally young. Yeah. He just comes out. Wow. And then like his shoulders just go goosh. Like he just goosh. He just like gooshes. those you know those uh yes, yes, Tom. Johan just gooshes. Just gooshes. Oh my god, have you seen his commercials? Yeah. They're so much fun. So good. He's so great. He's gonna go places. Oh yeah. Nineteen fifty two is the year that the potato head toy existed <gasps> really? for the first time. Holy shit, I, I yeah. knew it was old, but I didn't realize nineteen fifty two? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yep. older than us. Yes, yeah. by a lot. Older than most people that I know in real life, I think. You know a lot of older people, don't you? Mm. But people in their like 60s, 70s. Oh, right. Yeah. Like that's where that would put you. Yeah, true. That's true. I yeah. know my mom. I know my dad. Mm-hmm. And then that's pretty much where that stops. My mom is 20 years younger than Mr. Potato Head. Wow. My mom is like maybe 12 years older than you. Let that sink in <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Am I your mom? <laughs> Oh, this is the episode Tom admits to me that I'm his mom. Because you were such a fucking powerful baby (laughs) that I just, I just, (laughs) I blocked it out. I blocked it out. And the doctors were like, they all got together and they were like, she can't know. Yeah. This baby is too powerful. We have to put him in somebody else's arms. I mean, that would be really traumatic too. Because like the age gap between us is not that huge. No. So like. It's 10 years. I How think old are so? you? 25? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 20. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to be 36 on the 15th. Of October? Yes. I forgot this was your birthday month. It oh, is. shit. That's, it's such convenient timing. I straight up didn't realize that when I put Carlina's question yeah, on this yeah. That's great. I'm definitely thinking about like, ooh. But I also like uh, sad, sad face told Paul, don't do anything for my birthday because I don't deserve it, man. Which he, he has to deal with this fucked up dance every year. Of course. But he, he like knocked it out of the park last year with the sloth encounter. So he's good for like several years. Right. He doesn't have to do anything. Well, a sloth is a slow burn, right? You see a oh. sloth and you're like, I could think about this for hours. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. George, I think his name was. No way. I think his name was George. That's a good quality sloth name. It's a, It's an excellent 
because it's like it's not someone who's too excitable. Mm-hmm. It's someone who for sure enjoys carrots. Right. Uh, occasional sweet potato. <laughs> An occasional sweet potato. Who else do you not want at your, at your party? Fuck. Can we talk about the elections? Is it too soon to talk about the elections? I feel <laughs> awful inside. It's like a, it's like talking about slow burns. Like that. That I'm not. I'm confused. Yep. I'm angry. Yep. Uh, at the world and at myself. Because I put my own twisted needs ahead of my responsibility to vote. I did not vote. I'm going to state that. So I'm going to also state that. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Let me me make you feel a little better. Okay. Did the party you would have voted for win in your riding? I don't know. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Um, Were you going to vote for the blue people? I was going to vote for the orange people. I think they won in your riding. Okay. Yeah, I think you're good. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone on the island of Montreal did not vote for the bad guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think there was maybe like one riding that, yeah. that went for them. But so, I, oh. Yeah, I think possibly parts of the West Island did. Okay. But the like actual Montreal, like I looked at a map. Yeah, and yeah. Quebec is just very blue. I'm going to explain this to the people who are oh, in Quebec. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. We had an election um, a week ago. Wink, wink. But actually, oh, right. last night at the time of recording, um, where uh, basically some like stupid racist fuckboys won uh, oh, like control of our province, and For it four sucks. Years? Yeah, um, they ran on a platform of like anti-Islamic, xenophobic garbage, um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, people in Montreal tend to forget that the rest of Quebec exists. Yeah. Um, and the rest of Quebec is pretty racist and terrible. Like Montreal, like you're going to find people who are, are racist. But generally speaking, Montreal is pretty like good at, at things and like fairly diverse. Well, that's the thing, right? It's the diversity. The fact yeah. that you um, experience life with other cultures on a regular basis. Right. So people on the outskirts were more uh, like isolated and, and very white. Yeah. Then they just take whatever is told to them and they're like, oh, this makes sense without actually having any hand on, hands-on experience. Right. Well, that's it. And and it's, you know, if you grow up like that, isolated, it's really easy to become xenophobic. Yeah. But that sucks. Oh, um, absolutely. And because of the way that our electoral system works, and spoilers, this is how it works in a lot of places that have democratic voting systems. Like the US is like this too. Um, despite like massive despite Montreal's population density being a lot higher than a lot of the places in the rest of Quebec, uh, like let's say there's a million people in Montreal and a million people outside of Montreal, like all of those people outside of Montreal have their own little ridings that are worth the same amount as Montreal is basically. It's fucked up. So like we can have, you know, it's the same way that like Hillary won the popular vote by like 3 million votes, but Trump still won because he won like, more the district districts stuff. Yeah. yeah so yeah so it kind of sucks and it's not like shocking but it's really disappointing well because i i mean i feel like i didn't realize honestly uh, i i really haven't paid attention to mm-hmm. it which is again uh, bad on me <laughs> but like i didn't realize they had such a bad platform right i i thought it was just like oh look at all these white guys again <laughs> you know like been there done that right. but i just i didn't realize how bad they were yep. until it happened and then paul filled me in and I, then i saw like the the sea of posts on facebook yeah. of just like people who are devastated mm-hmm. and feel, saying like comparing it to when trump was elected i was like yeah. oh fuck and it's like yeah. uh, xenophobic behavior and uh, completely shitty for the environment yeah. and and all this stuff and, and proposing like, weird shit about school boards as well oh, which God, is the thing that course. like people are glossing over but they basically want to make the school day nine to five instead of nine to three 
what? Which like fucks up a lot of stuff. Absolutely. For a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Not only scheduling, but just in terms of uh, like most most places that are moving towards progress in schooling is less hours yeah. in school or more hours, but more extracurricular yeah. activities. But um, I'm really I feel really stupid. But at the same time, I'm like, OK, well, if it happened now, it happened now. And I, I've learned right. my lesson. But because um, I, I continue to think there's more people thinking rationally than people who are fueled by hate and and fear but that's the thing i think there are i think there are more people thinking rationally i think they're just densely clustered in the same spot instead of like being spread out enough to make a difference in the shitty electoral system we have yeah yeah and there's also the bystander effect like yeah i i i was like i'm too tired i have my own shit i can't i can't get out of bed um you know so it's like someone else i didn't consciously think this but like someone else will take care of this for me right and then no the people who are like angry and pissed off they're getting up and they're like this motivates me because i'm terrified right and then the people who are just like they're wrong so yeah so next year i'm not yeah hopefully well that's the thing right it's it's tricky because like it is easy to look at like you know NDG, for instance, voted liberal. Mm-hmm. I would have voted liberal the whole fucking island of Montreal, with the exception of one corner in the east that voted orange, which is still fairly liberal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone voted liberal, basically. Mm-hmm. And like for me, that's like, okay, cool. I'm good. Like my vote would not have made a difference toward right. my riding yeah. specifically. But at the same time, like there was a 67% voter turnout. Okay. Which is nuts. Like, that's very low. Yeah. And well, like, is it, though, compared to previous? I think it was lower than last time. Okay. Because yeah. that's, because, I mean, I've heard of, like, 50% turnouts and stuff. Oh, so Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people don't like voting. <laughs> no one likes to vote. People just do it, and they're passionate about needing to do it. Yeah. But no one actually enjoys the process of having to go to a place and stand in line and check a box and, like, waste their day, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not waste, but, you know, use their day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it's it's one of those things where it pisses me off that the people who are most motivated to vote are the people who are so backwards. Who are li- the least like, informed. Yeah, they're the least informed and like frankly they can they're the ones who can take the time off cuz they're not doing important shit with their lives cuz they live out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well- I wouldn't go that far, but there's there's definitely a disconnect, and then yeah. and their voices are being heard more. And then I was thinking about like how I'm hearing more and more about these people feeling bullied mm-hmm. by people who are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Your your views are completely bent." Um, and then they're feeling attacked, which is making them cluster in a more strong, committed way because right. they feel attacked on the outside. And I'm not for attacking those people. And I mean verbally, not physically, obviously. Sure, yeah. But um, that it's very difficult as a person seeing the like more rational things that help people rather than, uh, you know, divide people away right. to be tolerant and 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 patient with these people. Right. So it's it's difficult to manage that whole thing within the electoral system that's all that's fucked up in its structure. So right. it's like, ah, so what you're saying is. You would not invite Legault to your party. I would not invite anybody who voted for Legault to my oh, party. Oh, yes. Or Legault, frankly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like to, I like this to be a safe space. 
Yes. Right? Um, I can't vet a hundred percent of the guests that we have come in to record shows, like uh-huh. especially shows that I'm not producing. Like I don't know who you know the scrum or gal chat is bringing in. Yeah. I know the people who produce those shows, and I trust them not to bring like you know xenophobic bigots into my house. Yeah. But, like, yeah. They might by accident, right? I have no idea. Um, but like I do my best to make sure that this is a space where like that kind of shit's not tolerated. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I wouldn't intentionally invite someone like that to my birthday party. That, well, yeah, I, well, I was talking about that with uh, Paul on topics of high importance that, like, we were like, what's your ideal Halloween party? Right. And I was like, you got to invite people who are, you know, chatty, sociable, right. nice people. Because if you invite jerks, then the women will feel, uh, you know, harassed or whatever. Right. But like you said, you can't you can't control that necessarily. Right. Like you can try. You can try. You can yeah. try. Do you do you do the thing? I, I do this a lot where um, I try not to invite people who I don't think will get along to the same event. So yeah. like if I've got friends from like one friend group and friends from another, I really think hard about which friends from each group will actually get along before I invite people. That's very considerate. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. then you don't want the like, Ca-ca! which 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 means uh, <laughs> I don't want the, birds swooping in. And it, you just, our you just don't want the fucking birds. <laughs> Although birds that drop in snacks now could be like the party of the century. Yeah, of the millennium. Even of the millennium. Do you know any pelicans? Personally, personally, do you know any pelicans? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it, Tom! You're I my you you were my my one hope to have contact <laughs> with the bird world. I'm your six degrees of pelican. Six degrees of what is that called? Separation. Separation? <laughs> six degrees of pelican. Oh my god! You ever seen a fish uh, fish go down a pelican's throat? Oh yeah. It's fucking gross. It's disgusting and amazing. It, yes. Yeah. You're like, how is this happening? What is the fish feeling? Oh. I saw no. a fish head on. Um, you know when there were the 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 sidewalk when they have the cement and then there's like a, a square of earth where a tree grows mm-hmm. and then there was no tree but there was a giant fish head <laughs> right in the middle what? where the tree would be was it was it, it was it, flat okay it wasn't sticking up no that would have been fucking fan i should have done that i should have but and its mouth was open and there was pink from where the connection to the body was uh-huh. It's a big fish head. And then I got into this whole deep situation of like, was this done on purpose? Did the person acquire the fish to present this to the sidewalk? Right. Did a person have fish? And they're like, I cannot dispose of this head. Yeah. I cannot put this in the trash. I will put it back to nature. What is the closest part of me to nature? This small, tiny square of earth amid the concrete jungle. Is it is it a garbage accident or an art project? <laughs> yes. Oh, that happens a lot at Saint Laurent Metro. There's a oh, lot God. of times where I'm like, "Is this someone's home or is this a an art installation?" Oh my God! Oh it, yeah, I, I've seen it sometimes where it's like, from day to day, it, like it changes, and they're like, right. "Oh, there's a theme here," right. and then other times it's just a sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah, a thematic sleeping bag. Yeah, so don't invite bad people to your birthday party. No, yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't. And don't that is not the time to be like, I'm gonna take a chance. Right. This person was bad to me and this is the moment that we're gonna like re- No. No. Take a canoe ride with them, reconnect. That's a horrible idea. No, but I mean if your goal <laughs> if your goal is <laughs> If your goal is to reconnect, I don't know. I don't, I'm not like isolated. I, I could have gone coffee shop, but I went canoe. Get in a rickety boat with someone who has wronged you <laughs> and trust that they won't capsize it and make you drown. 
Oh, death. That could happen. Kill me. No, Tom. <laughs> no. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And we're the host of The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go Try vegan. paleo. Do Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a Thirty squats cut. a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Good cat. Mindfulness. Eat less. Eat less. Eat less. Avoid the dirty Drink Take an eye. Wear natural Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes, all it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. Hi, I'm Tefer Jemian, one of the hosts of Yeah, a podcast on the Upford Network. We're talking about young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what the YA genre can teach us at any age. Join me and my co-host, Hannah Bailey, as we talk about friendships, dating, family relationships, sexuality, experiences of queerness, body politics, and more through the lens of our favorite YA novels, as well as books we're just discovering. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network, and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Now it's time to jump into the turtle's butt. We have a lovely stuffed turtle here who doubles as a cup holder, and we filled his butt with questions from our audience. There's a bunch in here from Indiegogo donors, some from past guests of the show, and also from our $1 plus patrons. Do you want to submit a question for the turtle's butt? Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar for the turtle's butt. He reaches in and he squirms and he squats. Whoa. <laughs> All right, we got a question from Indiegogo donor Nick Rayburn who asks, can slash should the United States be saved? Oh, God. Have we talked about politics Have enough on this episode? Have we talked about politics enough on this episode? <laughs> I am Tom Zecco. Um, uh, yes, there is always hope, yeah. but um, it's it's uh, should absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think can too. I No, I do think it can. Yeah. Everything can have a wave upward again. Yeah. I think I'm a person who believes that, like, the the trajectory of, like, of life. Yes. Or, like, of time over a long, or over all of it, all of time is steadily moving toward progress, even if it is yeah. extremely slow. That, I, I wouldn't go all of time, because... <laughs> Time's wiped the planet out a couple, like what, 10? How many extinction, extinction extinction events have there been? Five, five to 10? You could call this progress. <laughs> I guess, I if, guess. If the world just blew up right now and had to start over. That yeah. would be progress. It's something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I, um, I do believe it can. I do believe it should. But I am afraid of where we're headed within our lifetime. Right. Um, I would not 
uh, I think that some kind of civil war could could no, but seriously, like yeah. the, the the Trump supporters, um, the aggression and the hatred and the the unapologetic hatred right. is really scary. Yeah, um, and seeing how it's completely black and white for a lot of people, like it's not seeing the and and vilifying the uh, the the other side as right. opposed to. We are a government comprised of different opinions and we work things out. Right. It is now like very, very divided. Yeah. So that gets scary. Well, that's it, right? Like I think that the the dangerous thing about the Trump administration is that like it doesn't feel like politics anymore. Mm-hmm. It feels personal. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it feels like they managed to elect a bunch of people who like who are just people instead of being people who think about things. Other people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> and just and this this idea that um, your political, because they—it's always opponent, right? It's always right. seen as your opponent because it's this big ass contest. Right. But that's not the point. It's not about <laughs> winning over somebody else. You're right. trying to communicate to each other what's good for the people right. and act in accordance to that. Not like, oh, you're part of that team, <laughs> then you're immediately wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's no politician's goal should be to win. Their goal should be to advance society yeah in a positive way and that is not what's happening no at all not at all That's and it not. hasn't been that for a long time but now yeah. we're seeing the extreme version of that right and then just the like jumping back onto our own thing of seeing the domino effect throughout other countries and other uh, other provinces and other it's really fucked up because you're like oh yeah. That was a mistake. Nobody's going to make that same mistake again. And then, oh, wait, what's going on? And, like, Italy is super far right right, right. now. And, like, yeah. I think Poland is also uh, leaning that way. And it's just like, fuck, okay. Yeah. I thought we were safe in the Canadas, and we're not. Nope, not even a little. Not even a little. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and, and again, it comes back to that thing of, like, being in a city center is, like, it's extremely biasing, right? Like, yeah. it really makes us think that we're, like in a better place than we are. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you ask anybody in Montreal, like, hey, are you racist? Probably they're going to be like, no, of course not. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, there's a lot. There's still a lot in Montreal. Like, yeah. um, uh, my ex-studio mate who was, uh, who was, who is Muslim, um, uh, said that she was yelled at pretty regularly in the mm. street for absolutely uh, no other reason than she was wearing a hijab. So, right. yeah, I mean, to... you're always going to have assholes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that there is quite a lot here still. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's I think it's easier to it's easier to find good people here than it is yeah. in some places. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, that just comes down to like it being so diverse, right? Exactly. And like it's having that experience. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have that experience, then your then your opinions are based on what you see on the media and right. and, and and are told by your friends. Or if you have one bad experience with a, a person of color, all of a sudden they're all evil, you right. know. And it's like, well, how many bad experiences have you had with white dudes? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, exactly. do you just write them off completely? It's yes. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I, I often think about, like, you know, so I, I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to public schools. Like, I've been exposed to, like, diverse people my entire life. Yeah. And frankly, <clears throat> most of the people who have screwed me over have been white dudes. <laughs> like, well, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah there's yeah. a shocker. It's been uh, white dudes and clerical collars who have screwed me over the most. And it's like, okay, well, you know, these uh, these figures who... <laughs> allegedly are supposed to be you know untouchable untouchable and always and right and, yeah, yeah like well you know that's wonderful and and so that's kind of like you know 
yeah, it has left me with a bit of a bias, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, we I, I've joked a couple of times in the past that I'm a misandrist because I, I think men are garbage. Oh, <laughs> right, so right. I, you know, I don't think that all men are garbage. But Is misandrist think... uh, the, op- the, the male version of mis- uh, misogynist? Yeah. Oh, misandrist. Okay, yeah. interesting. I hadn't heard of that before. Yeah, that's it. And someone told me once, uh, somebody commented something and was like, like, Tom, you really need to stop acting like all men are garbage. Misandry is just as bad as misogyny. And I was like... No, it's not, because <laughs> one of those is systemic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that, like, I think led to, you know, led to Trump's election, led to Legault's election, is this, like, systemic crap that, yeah. like, we have not yet figured out how to fix. Oh, no. And it's, like, all we can do as, like, nice young liberal people is, like, do our best to, you know, be good in our own lives. And yeah. to, like... And support those around us who don't have as much of a voice. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. 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 So, Nick, hope that answers your question. We hope the U.S. can be saved. Yes, we, really we do. We do. Also, again, your name is very cool. I've Ray told you this before. Okay, into the turtle's butt I go. <laughs> From Teffer and Jemian. Uh, past guests on the show. Do you like butt stuff? <laughs> So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Teffer is trolling us yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she asked the question, so we've got to answer it. Uh, I think I like some stuff uh, around butts, certainly. Yeah. I yeah. think that I can appreciate a good butt. I like to touch oh, a good butt yeah. consensually. And uh, I like when a poop feels good. Oh, we've you know? talked about this over and over again because it's so good. Yeah. When a poop feels good. Yeah. It's like that little pocket time in your life that you're like, everything's okay right now. Yeah. It's like I ate a whole pizza last night and I have successfully digested it. And here it comes. You know where it came from. You know why, where it's going. And you're sitting down. Yeah. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Uh, In terms of sexual butt stuff, kind of ambivalent on it. It's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. But I don't hate it. Yeah, Yeah, I feel the same way. I've never gone full butt. Oh, me neither. Yeah, nope, no, nope. never, never gone full butt. I just don't <laughs> yeah. think I want to. Yeah. Uh, but some butt stuff is, is nice. Well, there was also that, like, you, you got to get over the, like, ew phase mm. where you're like, no, this is disgusting. Right. And then you try it a little bit and you're like, oh, I feel fun things. Right. That's um, it. It's, yeah. you, once you get over the mental block, yeah, there's yeah. something fun about it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, because it's a sensitive area. Oh, super duper. It doesn't duper. get touched a lot, which makes it even more, yeah. like, you know, intimate. Um, and like prostates, I don't know if it is the same for women, but for men, our prostates are like, are like big pleasure centers. Yeah. 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 So like if you stimulate the prostate, it feels incredible. Yeah. But you have to get to it first, which is the part that's a little bit daunting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, that's it. I think that that's still for me anyways, is still the mental block of like, <laughs> oh no, right. that's my poop shoot. Right. Don't go. You don't go up a shoot. Right. You throw things down the shoot. Yeah. Something comes out of there. Everything comes out of the shoot. Yeah. You know, and like I can't see it. I don't know what it what it looks like, how it's doing. Right. But then again, I don't look at my poon. I don't. I'm not like one moment, Paul. Let me look at <laughs> my poon. Put a mirror down there. Okay. Take a quick inspection. The hole's still in the same place. Let's right, do this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if your orifices moved around? Oh my god. <laughs> you scratch your armpit and you're like, why does this feel so good? Oh my god, when did my vagina get here? <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so convenient. Would it? Well, 
Wait, 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 wait. Would you then have an <laughs> arm clit? An arm clit? Wait, is this... Because is this it's a, in your armpit. Oh, I was like, there's a wordplay I'm missing. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's definitely the arm clit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it would be convenient for the touchies, the personal touchies. Mm. And I'm really seeing a cucumber having some kind of involvement. But... <laughs> Um, any, any, any dildo situation, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, yeah. And now I just pictured like, what if you wake up and it's in the middle of your back? Oh God. Then you're like, how do you, how do you pee? That'd be really stressful. It would be very stressful. I would also be scared to have sex if my vagina was in the middle of my back. Oh, your spine is definitely yeah. like I don't want something poking around there. No, yeah. no, no, Which no, is, no, no. I guess that's kind of heteronormative to assume that sex has to involve something poking around inside of it. But that's true. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. But even even rubbing like you, you rub my spine, I'm not going to feel comfortable. You never had a good like back massage. I've had good back massages, but the spine itself? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, whenever my osteopath or my physio touch around my spine, I'm often, like, in quite a bit of pain afterwards. Right. It's like, no. No. But I also really enjoy the Predator films, mm-hmm. and that was a lovely expression of, of spine situations. Yeah. <laughs> the Predators... That's actually the sound I make when butt stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> Go jump jump into the butt. Let's dive into the turtle's butt. I'm gonna look into his eyes. Alright. He likes it. It's a really thick one. I don't want to grab a thick one right now. I want to grab a small one. Here we go. Past guest of the show, Candace Pye asks, Who's a fictional character that you see yourself in, slash who reflects your personality the most? Oh man, there is this um this meme that went around a couple of years ago that was like, describe yourself in like three TV characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I have an answer locked and loaded for this, which mm. is nice. Um, Andy Bernard from The Office. I don't know who that is. That's uh, Ed Helms. I don't know who that is. Have you never seen? I've seen it, dude. I've seen it, but I've, I have I don't know. Banjo Guy. Oh, fuck. Anyway. <laughs> All the elements. Okay. And um, your second? That character, um, when I first when he first gets introduced into the show, all of his like irritating eccentricities are things that I do. So oh. he just felt like a heightened version of me, which was fun. Awesome. Um, the second is uh, Niles Crane. Yeah. Okay. Who, uh, I relate to on a deep level, just in terms of like, I mean, I think that anybody who has ever pined after someone gets the whole like Niles and Daphne situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on a, on a different level, I really, I really sympathize with his like, need to tidy up oh he he will he has this quirk where he will like take out a napkin and like wipe down a chair before sitting on it yeah and i am absolutely the type of person who would do that (laughs) does that apply to other things does he look to clean situations up Uh, i think a little bit Mm -hmm. he certainly likes to have things like in control and like right yeah not too dramatic or whatever yeah um and uh, the final, the final one is uh, this is a little bit more obscure, but it would be Max Bloom from uh, Happy Endings. I don't which know was what a, that is. It's a short-lived sitcom. Very good. Okay. Uh, do you and Paul have a DVD player? No. Damn. Okay. Do you have a laptop that can play DVDs? <laughs> no. Damn. Oh, I hate 2018. <laughs> I know. So much. Oh. Then uh, I will try to find you a link to send you an episode okay. on the internet. Okay. It's very good. Um, he's uh, he's played by Adam Adam Pally. Who's oh, fantastic. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he is great. Um the character is uh he's so he's a gay character but he's like 
kind of written as like a slobby straight dude. Oh, interesting. Uh, which okay. is a really fresh take on yeah. that. Um, and he's just very like, oh God, everything about him is wonderful and very relatable. <laughs> and, cool. Uh, yeah. Well, you're wonderful, Tom. So I see oh. why you would feel like he represents you. Flank the kite. Oh, he's blushing. Oh. He's not. I made not. that up for the podcast I'm just world. reaching for my coffee. Yeah. How about you? For me, uh, I've expressed this before. I am a mix of Raphael and uh, Michelangelo. Okay. From the turtles, not the Renaissance painters. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Raphael, my first thought was Jane the Virgin. Uh, oh, I haven't watched that. His named Raphael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's great, but I didn't really see the connection. The connection, yeah, yeah. Um, I have Raphael's uh, stubbornness uh, less than less so now, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, his sort of fuck the world uh, <clears throat> mood swings. Mm-hmm. Um, his I know best. Uh, stuff um so it's not great qualities <laughs> <laughs> but it's quality it's, it's qualities i relate relate to and mikey is the goofball and um just finding pleasure in the smallest things right. um and 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 experimenting before thinking <laughs> things, things like that um and uh, yeah i relate to them i think i think definitely there's a part of my answer that is fueled by my want to be a mutant turtle sure who yeah. has ex- excellent um uh martial arts skills right so i my answer may be affected by that i will be honest yeah i mean you know i think that's that's valuable though still yeah like knowing knowing what you want and and like looking at some character and being like oh like i see some of myself in them i would much rather be more like them yeah yeah that's yeah, valuable. that's a good, that's an okay thing. I mean, obviously my goals in this situation aren't uh, achievable. Do well, you have any ooze? I might have some ooze. You might have some ooze? <laughs> I might have some ooze. Seriously? Kate, I <gasps> didn't want to tell you. Oh my God. Uh, I was going to wait another six days and give it to you on your birthday. <laughs> oh my God. But under the table, in fact, is a big old bucket of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ooze. Oh my God. Okay, so we need the ooze, but, oh shit. But what happens to a human who who's dumped in ooze? Do they never address that? I don't think that happens. Shit. Because the animals mutate into humanoid forms. Right. But would, would a, a human... human... <sighs> mutate into an animal? Well, no, because they don't shit... Oh, right, right. There's... But... Wait, wait. Would a human turn into a turtle-shaped human? <laughs> Ew! <laughs> you have to, you have to paint this picture for me. You have to paint this picture for me, please, please, Tom. What, what is a human-shaped turtle? <laughs> okay. What, well, what does it look like? Okay, so you know how the the Ninja Turtles are like they're like turtles, but they're like anthropomorphic, right? Yes. So they walk on two legs. They have big human muscles and yes. kind of human facial features. Well, not, eyes. Not really. Yeah. 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 Well, expressions. I mean. Yeah. Um, I think that a turtle-shaped human oh, would God. be a human who is shrunk down to the size of a turtle. Okay. Their back is enormous. Uh, but, but it's but it's not a shell. But it's, it's not a flesh. shell. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, and they just walk on all fours, and they have like longer necks and a <gasps> lot of like wrinkles. Oh my God. They're like babies, basically, but with big backs. Ew. <laughs> oh, that's so <clears throat> gross. Yeah, so oh, naked, right? Fully naked. Well, yeah, they they'd have to be. They don't make clothes. Well, no, they make baby clothes. You could put them in baby clothes. 
Baby clothes don't have that back space. Oh, you'd be surprised. I have, have to show you. Oh my God, we have so much cute baby clothing. Oh I'm yeah? I'm dying. Oh my God. I'm dying. We're going to we, look at that. I have to show you some cute baby and clothes. And then we're going to die. Yeah. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me with baby clothes. It's going to choke you with little booties. <laughs> Do you want to grab Is it one my more? turn? Yeah, this will be our last question of the day. We're plowing through these today. It's easier to be succinct when you're two people. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. What do we got? We got from Timothy Brassard, uh, an Indiegogo contributor. Would you rather get in a fist fight with a bear or a tiger? This is a tough one. I think that I think it would be easier to fight a bear because I think <laughs> a tiger would be faster. Easier. Dude, bears are fucking fast. But are they faster than a tiger? Do you mean like huzzah, uh, uh, like punch, like punch speed? Do you, do you mean like from point A to point B of the fist, uh, the speed they get from one to the other? Or do you mean like general bendiness? I mean like like the speed they move like like physically. Because what I'm thinking is like with a bear, I might be able to like dodge, like roll out of the way and then like punch like, it in the back of the head a couple times before it turns around and gets me. Okay. I'm picturing bears as kind of lumbering a little bit. I feel like that is a misconception mm. because bears can be very, very fast. Mm. I think that the dodging thing is valid though because they're so big right. that like their forward motion would like take them out. In, like it's very judo-ish. You yeah. Know, like they're, you know, but the, whereas the tiger would be able to, just the fact that it's like, because the bear's going to fight you on its hind legs. Right. Most likely. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Their lo- their arms are so long. Their <laughs> arms are so long. They have very long arms. Just like twelve feet long. Just <laughs> like an uh, inflatable arm. Imagine a bear mixed yeah. with an inflatable arm tubed man. Right. Uh, parking lot guy. Parking lot guy. And then just like giant claws on the end. What is it? Was it fist fight? Right. Fist, fist fight, fight specifically. That's where it gets tricky, right? Because I feel like if you could have a weapon, then like a bear for sure. Because I feel like you can stay far away from a bear easier. No, they are fast. I'm telling you, they are fast. But like... Like, like fast. Like a lot of people think you can out... Like if I... If I one of the things was like, if I run up a hill or something, right. it won't be... It's going to get you in two seconds. What if I'm in a balcony? Okay, so you've completely changed the scenario to Tom's <laughs> on a balcony with a high-powered rifle, yeah. looking down at bears and tigers and just picking them off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is easier, the bear or the tiger? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay. In that case, I think maybe a tiger might be an easier fist fight then. Because I think a tiger might be weaker than a bear. No. No? No. Tigers are huge. So they're basically the same. They're pretty much the same. Fuck. I think what the real question is here is, would you rather be killed by something orange or something brown? Oh, definitely something brown. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because I have a lot of bad experiences with brown things, like injuring my body. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, mostly mostly like poop related. Oh, I thought I thought yeah, that's what yeah. you meant. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, he means from the inside. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I feel like I'd rather get killed by a bear. Just that I think a bear would do it quickly. I'm I not, think cats like to play with their prey a little bit too much. Well, it depends because like uh, lions and stuff will go for the n- neck. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so because the, they want to subdue you as fast as possible because then you're, there's less chance of you injuring them. Oh. Which I think most animals do. Right. And I think bears might be sloppier than a tiger. Okay. Yeah. You're changing gonna, my whole worldview here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm here for, Tom. Right. 
and to be fair, you completely changed my worldview with this fucking human turtle. <laughs> it's so ugly in my mind, and it takes a lot. Like, I think baby birds are cute. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I think the naked baby birds are cute. But this human turtle thing is unsettling. <laughs> And I feel like it doesn't communicate with words. I feel like it just makes noises mm-hmm. and it's small. It's small. It's yeah. like foot sized. Yeah. But with that back. Yeah. Oh, it's just a misshapen oh. baby is what it is. Yeah. And babies are fucked up as it is. You uh, know, what like if it's a misshapen baby that still has like adult features. So it's like facial hair and like, oh God, it, it's wearing jewelry. It's got some tattoos. Well, the tattoos would probably make it more no it's the no i see it as pink and fleshy oh yeah oh like very unsettling okay that is gross and it's and it's turtle right so sometimes it moves quickly but most of the time it's just like slow yeah so imagine we're just we're chatting we're chatting we're having a we're doing a podcast talking about bears and tigers and then you feel like a slight tug on your jeans (laughs) and you look down and it looks up at you with its little curvy fucking fucked up neck. And it just goes. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? How did this get in here? I don't know what to do. Right. And then you pick it up. And it squirms a little bit. <laughs> That's the sound it's making as you pick it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I would say a tiger. Okay. Uh, just because t- tigers, tigers are some of my favorite animals, and mm. I. Um, It'd be nice to see one before you go. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the imprint I want in my in my eyeballs. Right. Uh, before I die. Yeah. If I. Yeah. So so we're in agreement. Like we would not win this fist fight no matter no. what. <laughs> no, we would not. So so in that case, yeah, I think a tiger would be more exciting to get killed by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think that's exactly the question yeah. is about. Now, if you ask me which one I'd rather have as like a playable character in the next Super Smash Brothers, bear hands down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more big, like lumbering, like yeah, strong characters. There's enough sleek. Yeah, there's like sixty different dudes who are just like skinny dudes with swords who move fast. Oh, but tigers. I think you got to remember how big tigers are. Oh, that's true. Tigers are big and strong. They yeah. are like they're not like your little cheetah. Right. You know, they're bigger than lions. They're bigger than leopards. Now, would you rather get in a fist fight with Tony the Tiger or Winnie the Pooh? Oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Because I think Tony the Tiger could kick, probably could kick both our asses. Oh, did you see his shoulders? But yeah. would you be okay with punching Winnie the Pooh in the face? Well, so see, so here's what's happening in my mind. I'm the, I've, there's an urge to do it. There is an urge to um, smack, smack that bear because he... <laughs> He's adorable, mm-hmm. but man, he's he frustrating. Sure, like the connections he makes in his mind. Right, like he's in his own little fucking poo bear bottle, bu- bubble, 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 <laughs> and then and you're just like it feels. It also feels like the motherfucker isn't gonna really feel it, right? Because he's a fucking plush animal. That's true. You know, yeah. So that I feel like there's that like little inner satisfaction of like I want to I want to punch something cute. Right. Like how many times have you wanted to punch a baby? <laughs> I'm not allowed to disclose that information. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've never wanted to punch a baby. No. But but I definitely get the impulse to punch stuffed animals. Yeah. There's this Pikachu. My God, I I posted a picture of this on my Instagram. I did not see with it. Me like holding it like a. Oh baby. yes, yes, yes. Um, it's like a big stuffed Pikachu yeah. that they have at the birth center. <laughs> that's like um, I, I think it's like kind of half pillow, half plush animal. Okay. Um, 
it's like kind of misshapen and like weird. It's, it's been like hugged a, one too many times. Yeah. I think it was just designed like this. Like a, oh, it's like odd. a Pikachu that looks like a couch cushion almost. And okay. that would be fun to punch probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I don't want to punch babies or small animals. I'm going on the record. There's a big difference between having the urge and actually wanting to. That's fair. There are so many processes in the back of our uh, mind that we don't control. It's like the jump in front of the metro impulse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, yeah, like, yeah. you're not necessarily suicidal. You just kind of want to know what it would feel like yeah. to get hit by a train. Yeah, yeah. or just, like, that, that like, uh, the fork in Trixie's eye thing. Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I used to have these a lot. These... And they're normal. They're normal. I've been, well, maybe I was told they were normal to make me feel less, more okay. But violent, spontaneous thoughts Mm -hmm. is something the mind throws at you. Right. It's not something, because for a long time I thought it was crazy. No. Yeah. But um, yeah. And one of them was like, oh, Trixie's so, my little, my little Jack Russell Terry, she's so cute. And then like just, just a flash of me like jamming in a fork in her eye. Yeah. 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 It's not pleasant. No. I wasn't like, oh, that was fun. Like it fucked me up for sure. <laughs> so just and the fact once you start accepting that it's just your brain throwing it at you and it's not like, your deep dark desire, right. then you're like, oh, okay. And then it happens less because you're right. you're not as soon as you fight it, then you're gonna see more of it. Yeah. I wonder if like we should we should wrap, but I, I wonder if that's a a thing that people with poor impulse control like struggle with. Struggle with, right? Where like you know, we all get these impulses to do like weird, like random violent shit, but most of us like know not to and don't do it. Oh yeah. 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 We, yeah. Like, control ourselves. And we're like, no, like I'm obviously not going to stab my dog in the eye, even if I'm kind of curious what it would look like. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. That yeah. is definitely something that happens mm. to a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, it's the same kind of impulse that causes people to vote for uh, racists. <clears throat> oh, I don't know what to do with myself. Hold on to hope. Be nice to your friends. Yes. Yes. Reach out to people who are feeling shitty about what just went down. Yeah. Make sure they know that they are loved. Yes. And supported and not alone. Yeah. Guys, that brings us to the end of our show for this week. If you like this episode, and I don't know why you wouldn't, consider supporting (laughs) us on Patreon. Uh, You can give us as little as a dollar a month to have your question added to the turtle's butt. So, you know. It's worth it's it. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. it. Also, our merch store will be on sale from uh, October 10th to 14th. So if you want some new merch, go buy it. On sale. <laughs> on sale. <laughs> but be, be careful. The Oh, no. Did we say the sale, things on sale prevent murder or things that are? Ooh, yeah. Um, today is the last day you're allowed to commit murder because tomorrow our store goes on okay. sale. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. It's the best way for the show to grow. Share this episode with a friend who is invited to your birthday party. Yeah, And also with one who isn't. Oh. Reminding them specifically that they are not invited. (laughs) You are not invited because. (laughs) Yeah. Share this episode with uh, somebody who needs to hear about why electoral reform needs to happen. Yeah. Share this episode with your local government. Yeah, where we basically say it's okay to murder people if there's no sales. That's where we want this this episode to land, with the government. Share this episode with my baby in 10 years so that (gasps) my baby will be like, wow, my dad never had the impulse to kill me when I was a baby. Great. Oh, that will will solidify their own self. We'll have a stronger bond as a result. 
Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking, and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalat. I'm at Red Random. Do you have anything to plug, bearing in mind this comes out on the 9th? This comes out on the 9th. On the 9th. No, I don't think. I'm not in a lot of shows at the moment, so I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, fair enough. I know oh, that feeling, yeah. 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 But I'm teaching more, so I can plug. Yeah. Uh, take improv lessons at uh, Montreal Improv. Yeah. MontrealImprov.com for all information. Do it. Do you have any plugs? Um... Nothing that I'm in, but I will be taking photos at Learn Real Good on Thursday. So come oh, out to that. Uh, and that stands to be a very interesting show. It's going to be a good one. Uh, last week's guest, Gabe Chernitsky, is hosting it. And uh, friend of the show and director of programming at the Upford Network, Julian McKenzie, will be one of the speakers. So yes. come on out to that. Do you know if there's anyone else from our group who's like part of the show? I don't, I don't think so. Eh? I don't. Yeah. But it's a really it's yeah. a really great show. You learn, and then there's fun improv afterwards based yeah. on what the speaker said. So it's really cool. Yeah. And fuck it, any opportunity to hear Julian McKenzie speak yeah. is an opportunity you gotta jump on. It is extremely worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, special. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want. I want to do it. Doing it. Doing it. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni, that guy me. over there. For the Upford Network, you can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Thanks, Kate. This was fun. Thank you, Tom. This was uh, super pleasant. Oh, mornings are hard. Yes, they are. <laughs> See Goodbye. you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy th- just for the food, not for the history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's to see you.